We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Please now to welcome to the program Tim Murray. Tim, of course, the host of VSIN Primetime. He's also the host of VSIN's College Football Betting podcast. All right, Tim, we were trying to think uh, on the fly. What's a name for this weekend? Because you identified this week a couple of weeks ago as this is this is what we're building towards. And shout outs to everyone for doing their job for the most part. I guess yep. Utah a little bit, maybe we could say uh, not not handling business. But for the most part, we've gotten to we've gotten to this Saturday and this is what we're waiting for and it's delivered so far. But like we were trying to think it's like are you a fraud, contender, pretender? There's something, <laughs> there's something like Showdown Saturday, but uh, that just felt too generic. Like that felt like, when you call it Showdown Saturday, it feels like oh, you didn't get the trademark to something. Like you, you're you're just going. <laughs> it, showdown. it sounds like it's like something on one of the shirts yes, sold in exact, the parking lot. Yes, like yeah. that's a fanatic shirt. It's not like the officially licensed. Uh, so, well, what should we call this Saturday? Well, I, I just I think you guys are burying the lead that you came back with three a.m. by th- uh, third eye blind because mm. we no, will have please. a whoa, dude. Matchbox. We will Matchbox. have a Matchbox. we will Matchbox. Excuse me. We will have a three a.m. game this week oh, for you yeah. guys. We will have Nevada mm. at Hawaii tipping off or kicking off at eleven a.m. eleven p.m. Central Time. So I thought that was telling. Um, that it would way, be. Uh, have you gotten a look at Nevada? They're horrible. I don't know which of these teams is worse. Also, oh, this is this is the game. Every week, this there's some a, random team no, that you two is, start talking no, about. This Sorry. is Nevada. It's you, who it is. This you, is you, a you asked special. Me, you, you asked me about. Well, I did. Uh, I did win my bet last week on Colorado State catching points against Nevada, but mm-hmm. uh, I didn't feel they, great they about won the it. revenge game. I didn't, I didn't feel great about that. I don't know. All right, We're, we've we've gone off the deep end already, or uh, you know, into the deep end. Uh, name for this weekend. Um, can I don't know if I'm allowed to say this word, so I'll say butt groove Saturday because you shouldn't be getting off your couch. Yeah, mm. yeah, you know? it's it's the Cartman you don't want to move, so just maybe your ass will fuse to the sit couch. Sit down yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. sit down there Saturday. If you <laughs> like that? If you like the alliterations with yeah. the s's, yeah. um, you know, tell. I kind of s- like that. I kind of feel like sit down Saturday really speaks to Jeffrey and yeah. I's strengths. Spouse removal Saturday. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I'm gaming the system. My wife hasn't gone to, like, a live college game in, like, three years, and we're going to go see her team on Saturday at 11. And then, like, it's perfect. Like, it's the early game, and then I get all the good games later. It's mm. awesome. Wasn't you Michigan, worry about, Michigan got, Penn State's the big noon get, kickoff? I can watch on my phone. Okay. It, it is. They got good Wi-Fi is. at Vaught-Hemingway. I've still got the I've still got the password to the good internet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, 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 I'm not a game the system. Well, Tim, before we we 
got to this segment, we were talking a little bit about the Tennessee Alabama game. Obviously, a huge game yeah. for the big. I think even as a Michigan fan, I think I can. I'm I'm ready to say Alabama Tennessee is the biggest game of the week, and it's not necessarily a discussion in my mind um, because of the history, because of the streak of wins Alabama has, because of Bryce Young's injury, because of Tennessee's resurgence and this, you know, what looks like the best Tennessee team in, what, 20 years? Well, they haven't beaten Alabama in, what, 15, 2006, I think was the last time they won the third Saturday they've in not October. Beat, I'm trying to – did they win in – no, they've not beaten Saban. Yeah. So no, that was 06. 06 is, and I think that was the game that, like, uh, Mike Shula played, like, it was another Pennington that wasn't related to Chad, but you thought maybe he like, might have been related last... to Chad. Like, there was, like, Spencer Pennington – when was the last 10-win Bama season? Uh, or, excuse couple me, years. Tennessee season. Excuse me, Tennessee oh, season. Because I was going to say, a couple years yeah, ago, they, they had that random Citrus Bowl appearance where, where they, they beat the hell of Michigan. Yes, yeah. uh, they beat Michigan. I remember it. It was it was it Citrus Bowl or Capital One Bowl, I think. Isn't that one in the same? Oh, yes, yeah, it is, right. one, it yeah, is, right, it is right. one in the same. I Yeah, I, my bigger deal is, how about this? Do you realize the last time that the, that the spread was within a, uh, with single digits? It okay. was uh, the 08 game. Mm. And they got beat twenty nine to nine. Oh seven is the last ten win Tennessee season. They were ten and four. Wow, the second to last year of Phil Fulmer. Yeah, wow. And that was um, when they went to they went to Tuscaloosa. I think as a road favorite, and it was like forty one seventeen. Yeah, I mean these are the point spreads since oh seven. Or this is not the point spread. The uh, the final outcome. Yeah. Uh, twenty four twenty two thirty one. 31, 31, 35, 14, 5, 39, 38, 37, 22, 31, 28. I mean, it's just been a By way, good recall. barrage of 30, butt whoopings. They lost 41, 17. Yeah, seven. well, because I was, we, my and buddies, right. my buddies visited me. We, I was in California. It was a freshman year. We went to the ESPN zone in Anaheim. And we were watching it. It's like that was a score I couldn't forget. And, and Tennessee was ranked in that game, and Alabama was unranked. It's probably I think it's probably oh, it was the a- last time Tennessee was in a you know higher ranked than Bama going into this game. So here's kind of what I'm interested, in, Tim. I what was the final last year? Was it 25? It, uh, last year was 52-24. Okay, it really wasn't that bad of an ass kicking. Like you know what I mean? Like it, this was that game that. I think Tennessee kept it marginally close in the first half, and then, like, remember, Heupel went for it, like, in his own end twice on fourth down, and the game got out of hand. But they did they did kind of keep it interesting for a while. Can they do it here? Because on the one hand, I'm, I'm sitting there looking, okay, how do you beat Alabama? Typically, you stress them vertically with the passing game. Well, Tennessee's been pretty darn good at that this year. But then there's kind of this other element of, like, I'm still kind of waiting. I don't know how I feel about blindly trusting Tennessee, and that's kind of been what the scary proposition has been this year. Well, my big question, too, guys, is the health of Cedric Tillman, right? Yeah. They've kind of targeted this game for his return, and from from everything that I've gathered, now you guys are there in the state, so you would know much better than I, but it feels like this is – his, you know, he's likely to return. And to your point that you just pointed out, I mean, Alabama, you know, scored four touchdowns in the fourth quarter last year to kind of make it look uglier than it than it ultimately was. Um, you know, I pointed this out on Twitter, and I think this week 
is a very fascinating week when it comes to point spreads because I think there's a lot of people out there. Obviously, gambling is becoming more and more ingrained in our everyday. And and people, let's be honest, people are getting a little bit more knowledgeable on point spreads. So a lot of these point spreads, you know, might have neighbor Nick pop his head out over the the fence here shortly because there's a couple of them you say, huh, that's interesting. Why is... Why is Tennessee a seven and a half point home underdog against an Alabama team that doesn't look Teflon proof, right? Doesn't look like they're uh, Im- impossible to you know to touch here. Um, so and we'll get into some of the other games, but I pointed out five games on Twitter, guys, that I felt like would potentially be a public dog scenario, which is not really a situation you want to get all involved in. That all being said, I mean, look, it's hard not to be impressed by Tennessee. I mean, you know, how is Bryce Young's shoulder? Uh, he was in he was in uniform last week. Um, there was a thought that he may go, and obviously he ultimately didn't, and and that almost was very very costly. As it comes down to a final play there, Texas against Texas A and M. Um, but you know, this Alabama team, as we've talked about. You know, they don't have massive playmakers all over the field. But, you know, for Tennessee, they haven't faced a defense, in my opinion, anywhere of the caliber of what Alabama is capable of doing on Saturday in uh, at Rocky Top. What are, the, what are the five public dogs that you've identified? All right. So I think Tennessee is one of them. And, um, you know, I was I, I pointed this out on Twitter because uh, Chris Felica, the bear, has a as a saying. He calls them dogs with fleas. Yep, dogs that everybody likes that you got to be a little worried about. And and you know we'll kind of get into it. But when there's a number just kind of s- sitting out there, it looks too good to be true. More oftentimes it is. Like why is the hook still just hanging there with Tennessee and Alabama? Why is it seven and a half? It seems like it's just dangling candy. Oh, I get a number six team in the country, plus a touchdown and a half, that's easy. They could lose by a touchdown. I win my bet. Be careful. So the five that I've pointed out, USC, plus three and a half at Utah. Yeah. Kansas catching eight at Oklahoma, fresh off of a debacle against Texas. Do we, think, Gabe, hold on, do we think Gabriel's back? Uh, I would say the line is indicating he's back. Okay, because if he's not back, that other kid is horrific. <laughs> like, that kid was not good in high school. Yeah, I think the line, and the line even moved today, so I think okay. the line is telling you that, that Gabriel is back. Um, I don't know if this one necessarily fits, but I do think it's precarious. Uh, Oklahoma State's catching three and a half yeah. uh, at TCU. And then I think Penn State kind of fits into this bill. I think people haven't been super impressed by Michigan. Penn State's coming off a bye. I think there's there's some there's going to be some public interest in catching a touchdown with Penn State. I'm interested in it too. Uh, so, you know, I think the one that – there's a couple that are that are stinky. And I, I was – I was chatting with someone uh, over the weekend, and he was really frustrated because he had laid the points with Utah on the road against UCLA. And I told this gentleman, and he didn't really want to listen to me. I'm like, this is perfect. It's the time to strike on Utah. He's like, what? I'm like, he's like, they're losing. They're getting their ass kicked. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Now everyone's going to want to jump off the ship. They're going to be a favorite against USC, and that's when we strike and take the Utes. He's like, I'm, I'm out in Utah. I'm like, ah, you gotta gotta have tough skin. So, I think the stinkiest one to me, I think it's USC catching north of a field goal 
at Utah, and then I think the Kansas one, I think that's going to be the neighbor Nick theory all about it, right? Mm-hmm. I think the neighbor is going to pop his head over over the fence and say, hey, didn't Oklahoma just lose by 49? Didn't Kansas just have college game day? Why are they an underdog of over a touchdown to a 3-3 three and three Oklahoma team? So that one is the stinkiest to me. Uh, that Kansas is catching north of a touchdown to Oklahoma. Yeah, I can agree on those because I don't know how you feel. I feel like I know what you're thinking with Oklahoma State, but just the last two years in particular, doesn't it feel like Oklahoma State just must be the team that the power ratings can't get right? And maybe that's a testament to Gundy, but it's like I feel like their numbers are always off, and it's not, you know, I've taken advantage of it sometimes, but then sometimes I've talked myself out of it. Like I just feel like they are this one team that se- that the power ratings and the lines always kind of seem to be wrong on. Yeah, and, and I mean this weekend with Gundy being an underdog, I think he thrives in that role. But I, I'll point this out, you know, and this is why sometimes you need to do a little extra digging. You know, Oklahoma State won and covered last week, much to my chagrin, because I had Texas Tech plus nine and a half. Um, but Texas Tech really. They moved the ball on them. They all moved. Day. I mean, they 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 had 527 yards to Oklahoma State's 434. They had more first downs. Uh, they won the time of possession, and you know, I, I, sometimes you have to dig into the box score and see. All right, who who really should have won this game? And I'm not saying Texas Tech should have won the game. They probably deserved to cover, um, which would have been nice. Um, so I, I don't I don't fully buy into this Oklahoma State team. You know, what's interesting is, you know, last year they really thrive defensively you know they had rodrigo right the uh, the star of hard knocks and they had a bunch of guys that were just really talented you know older dudes and you could see uh that they were just a hard-nosed type of team tcu man i watched that whole game uh on saturday against kansas and i didn't think they really played all that well but man max duggan can can ball and i'll tell you what if you don't account for Quentin Johnston, yes, he's gonna make you pay. That dude is a baller. So I don't know. I'd be curious to see what the splits end up with uh, on TCU Oklahoma State. Um, I just kind of threw that one out there, but I think the ones that the public are gonna load up on, I think the public will load up on USC. They're they're gonna load up on Kansas, and I think that the public's gonna be intrigued by Tennessee too. Um, and that one, I, I don't know. I, I might stay off because I just, I think this Alabama team is, is susceptible, but I think we talked about this last week. It was like, you know, the moment you start doubting Alabama is the moment they win by, you know, 28 points. Yeah. And I guess for me, like, that's kind of the bigger question. It feels like Alabama on the road and I, I'll throw this out and see if you buy into it. I I've not loved how Alabama's offense has looked under Bill O'Brien. And it's not even like a, oh, you know, that's going back to the Texans days. But it's like, I don't know, man. There's just been, we're looking at, look at Sark at Texas. Like, yeah, they were disappointing last year. But if you watch their offense, like, they got explosive plays. And they got a lot of them. And their defense was horrible. And that led to a lot of their bad losses. But with O'Brien, it's like, okay, they kind of started featuring Jamison last year in the second half, and then they started to get the explosives. But, man, other than, like, the Arkansas game when Arkansas was just blitzing everybody and leaving someone one-on-one, like, I just don't feel like they've had the explosives. And that's kind of where I just wonder if 
if they just haven't looked right, and, and that that's kind of where I am with with Alabama right now. Like I've gotten to the point where it used to be one of my favorite things in the world was betting Bama first halves. Sure, I haven't bet a Bama first half since the Texas game, just because I was like, I'm done with you. Yeah, and I mean, where are their game breakers? I mean, Jameer Gibbs is one. Bryce Young obviously is one if he's healthy, but out wide they don't have the Jamison Williams that you know, lit up Georgia in the SEC championship game. So, you know, is it Jermaine Burton? Is it Ja'Cory Brooks? I don't know. I, I don't know I who mean, those I guys wa- are. I keep waiting to think it's Burton, right? Because with Brooks, like, I feel like Brooks could be the Mechie, the new Mechie. But, like, with Brooks like, or with, with Burton, it's like, I don't know. I feel like we've been waiting on this guy to be good for, like, three years. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, right? And... You know, this is a guy that transferred in from Georgia, and he was like, all right, he's the new Jamison Williams. He's he's the guy who's going to take over. And so far this year, he's had 16 catches. Two of his three touchdowns were against Utah State. So, you know, he did have one last week against Texas A&M. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see how what their game plan is because, look, Tennessee's going Tennessee's gonna to put up some points. Now, you know, can the defense be schemed up enough in this spot uh, for – you know, by Alabama, you know, to, uh, to 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 make them, you know, have some mistakes. That's very possible. And and you know, you look back at the, they needed overtime to beat a Pitt team. That that win looks less and less impressive. Uh, you know, week by week after Pitt just lost to Georgia Tech, uh, Florida game was kind of eh, right? I mean, they were up, and then ultimately Florida's able to get you know the backdoor cover there. Um, so I. I don't want to say that Tennessee hasn't played anybody because that's not fair, right? You go on the road, you play a, a reigning ACC champion. Um, they were top 20 at the time in Pitt. That, that's not an easy game. You know, you beat LSU on the road in dominant fashion. That's really impressive, in my opinion, even though LSU, we'll see what they end up being at the end of the season. So, you know, I, I think this is really a litmus test for for Josh Heupel in, in a big, big spot is, okay, big boy, you've you've kind of put this all together. You got Hendon Hooker humming. You know this is your opportunity to to make this this big splash. And Cedric Tillman, I'm so fascinated to see his involvement if and does he if he does play, guys. Right? I mean, he was fantastic last year. Hasn't played at all this year. You know, is that going to be a situation where maybe the expectations for him are a little bit too high? heading into this game. I mean, once again, hasn't played a football game all year, and his first game, in all likelihood, will be against Alabama. Yeah. I mean, my big question is, is Bama going to leave him one-on-one? Because, like we saw last week with Stewart, like, if you got a game-breaker one-on-one, like, Brew McCoy is still a good good outside receiver. Like, I don't know if, if Bama has the cover, like, the... The, the corners that we're used to seeing. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like what I'm going to do is I'm going to want Tennessee all week, and then we're going to get to Saturday, and then I'm going to take Bama. <laughs> well, we'll see what the line does. You know, I always say this, and, you know, line movements are never uh, always correct, but, you know, lines kind of tell you something. They kind of paint the picture of, of what the expectations are. And, you know, this line on Saturday opened eight. It has not dipped below a touchdown, and right now it's sitting at seven and a half. So despite early 
spread uh, early bet numbers, and yeah. it's very early in the week. Got to remember that you know majority of these bets from the public and your your average betters they come in Friday, they come in sun, uh, Saturday morning. So you got to keep that with a grain of salt. But early bet numbers are that the folks are filing in on Tennessee. So you know just keep that for what you will. Um, public wins sometimes. They didn't yeah. win last night, obviously, with the uh, the Raiders covering against the uh, against the Chiefs, but. Yeah, so just keep that in mind. But I do. I always say this: that the spread sometimes kind of paints its own picture. Why is it sitting seven and a half? You know, why is Utah USC sitting three and a half when the public is filing in and grabbing that you know candy that three and a half, which seems you know too easy, right? Why is Kansas moving up despite early numbers coming in that it seems like? You know, uh, the money's going to be on Kansas. So I always just kind of look at those numbers and just they kind of paint their own picture of of what to expect. I'll tell you this. I mean, I think the Clemson Florida State game, guys, that is a very is a stinky line. Oh too. yeah. I mean, that's down to three, three and a half at yeah, some spots. Three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think and Clemson's kind of getting that hype right now, and I agree with it. I think Clemson looks the part of the fourth best team in the country because Michigan's kind of eh. Tennessee, I think a lot of people are holding reservations until what happens on Saturday because obviously if Tennessee wins on Saturday, bada bing, bada boom, they're in the, they're, I mean, they're number two in the country probably, right? Because they're undefeated and they'll just have beaten Alabama. So I, I think that Florida State Clemson line is like, woo, be careful. Be careful on that one because it, it, it feels like because of Back-to-back wins over ranked teams in Wake Forest and NC State. You go and take care of business against Boston College. I know Boston College is no good, but you still go up there. It's a it night game. It was the game. Red Bandana game. It's the Red Bandana game, and they get it done. They cover the spread, late touchdown. Um, this is a weird spot there. Night game in Tallahassee, man. I mean, you know, I remember last Labor Day weekend, everybody in the world seemed to think Notre Dame was going to go in and pulverize Florida State. Looked it to be early, and then they go to overtime. So just be careful. That line seems a little fishy there oh, sitting at three and a half. That game. Oh, my God. They're up 17, and I was, like, already cashing it. And I 18. Had a, oh, my God. No, it was, oh, that was the worst. Oh, that was the worst. Tim, Tim appreciate it, man. <laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Uh, I'm already um, – you, uh, you brought Florida State and Norvell. On the verge of a three-game losing streak there at Florida State. Oh, I think it's it's going to happen. The The thing, though, is – Florida State's really banged up. Mm-hmm. The reason why that line stinks is, so Clemson did get some guys banged up defensively, but Norvell, I think, also knows, like, mm-hmm. when we get more important games to get to after this. Mm. That two, one. two other lines, interesting. The, the Memphis line opened at three. It's to five it's now? It's to five now. ECU, a five-point favorite. And then the Mississippi State game, which opened as with State as a one-and-a-half-point favorite, is now up to seven Presumably, I guess Vegas thinks Will Levis is not going to play for Kentucky. That that would be my suspicion. Now he's day to day. He did some some in practice. Yeah, unlike a lot of other guys that were day to day, Levis was in street clothes. Mm, gotcha. Harbaugh at home against Penn State's auto take. Yeah, yes, Michigan doesn't. It's Penn. It's not just Harbaugh. Michigan doesn't really lose to Penn State at, at home. home. They it's don't. It's the road. It, yeah, sometimes I mean it's hard to win in right. state college. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.